Hey, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. In today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different, and I am so excited about that. So I have my friend Angie on here. We actually had a coaching call a couple of weeks ago, which is a one-on-one call I do with some clients and We had such a great time in that call. She was willing to come on the podcast and basically redo this call with me so that you as listeners can understand how fitness and nutrition coaches personalize things to you and how to cancel out the noise of what the internet says and just figure out what works best for you and your specific body because certain things work for certain people, but it may not work for you. And so just listen through and see what questions she had had, what we talked about, what helped her after our first session together and some lingering questions she had. I am so excited for you to get into this episode and feel like you have a sneak peek into my one-on-one coaching calls. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. As you are listening to this episode today, if you're thinking, wow, I feel like I really need to have this call. I have a special deal for you. If you are listening, you can get 20% off your first call with me. So in the show notes, if you feel like you need a one-on-one call to just figure out what's going to work best for your body, what you know, you just wanna share everything with me and talk through your health and your fitness, that is my favorite part about what I do. So in the show notes, you can get 20% off your first one-on-one coaching call. I would be happy to meet with you. Or maybe you're thinking that you really want to join the app that she's talking about. The link for my SD Fitwell app will also be in the show notes below. All right, here we go. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today, I am so excited to have my friend Angie here with me. We had a coaching call a couple of weeks ago, and she's actually the one that gave me the idea for this. We were sitting down talking about some things that she wanted to talk about with nutrition and fitness. And towards the end of the call, she was like, this is a podcast I would listen to. And I was like, do you want to do it again? And she was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. So she is brave enough to be here. For those of you listening, welcome, Angie Tyner. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Shayla and I, our husbands both work here at the church together. So I think that's how we met each other. But my name is Angie Tyner. My husband is John. We have three boys. They're 
a freshman in high school, sophomore in high school, and a freshman in college. They're all wild and crazy, and mm-hmm. they're really good athletes. And yeah, um, they are. Keeping up with their lifestyle and making sure that they are well and they're fed and all that, everything that goes with that, and keeping our household running and working too and you know all of that that goes into it ministering alongside your husband up here at the church a lot and Mm -hmm. so anyway so I think I initially came to Shayla with just really a lot of information that I read on the internet trying to figure out what what was right and what was wrong Mm -hmm. Um, just a little bit of a background though we pretty much lived a pretty active lifestyle up until up until now yeah and really a lot of that started with our kids and trying to keep up with them and making sure that we're always healthy and active. And I love cooking and I love being in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so just making sure that, you know, we're eating healthy food most of the time. You know, mm-hmm. we do enjoy a lot of ice cream too. So yeah. finding that balance there. But mm-hmm. so I think um, reading really on Instagram and <laughs> online mm-hmm. and, yep, yeah. you know, everybody is a, a workout person on Instagram. Yeah, an influencer. They all some, know yeah. the truth. And <laughs> yeah. so just really trying to be selective about what I see and mm. uh, what I let soak into my mind. And, yeah. You know, no quick fix is really a fix at all. Yeah. Even though that's out there a lot. So mm-hmm. anyway, so when I came to Shayla, I pretty much said, okay, this is what I know. Yeah. You should eat protein, but not too much protein. <laughs> you should lift heavy, but not too heavy, maybe <laughs> lighter weight and more reps. And you should intermittent fast, but make sure you eat in the morning because that's how your metabolism gets going. Yeah. I mean, all the things. Yep, and I yep. pretty much just said, what if this is true? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. Yeah. All, All of it, it has truth <laughs> to it. <laughs> so I was at a conference recently and Andy Andrews was the speaker at it. And he said, just because it's true doesn't make it the truth. Hmm. And and this was one of those situations where I found that little phrase to fit so well. It's just because all of these things were true does not mean it's true for me or the truth. For, yeah. You know, how my body works or my lifestyle or anything. And mm-hmm. so... So really, I texted Shayla and said, can I just hire you for one hour and let me tell you all the things I know and you tell me the things that are true and that are not true and help me figure out what works the best for me. And mm-hmm. and and I feel like I'm somewhat knowledgeable with yeah. exercise oh, sure. and with food mm-hmm. and stuff. And and it was just too much for me. And mm-hmm. I had to turn to the professional here <laughs> and really figure out what mm-hmm. what works. So, yeah, which isn't a bad thing. It isn't. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's how we got started with um, yes. was talking about this. Yeah. And so something just to let y'all know, I do have the one-on-one coaching sessions where I meet for 50 minutes with a client. We talk about whatever they want to talk about. We even do a workout. If you want to do a workout, you can do that in that 50 minutes too. But nutrition, fitness, whatever it is, you can ask your questions. And that's why I have it because there is so much misinformation out there or there is a lot of true information out there. And, you know, even particularly Instagram influencers, they mean so well. And I've talked about that on my podcast before. Mm-hmm. They mean so well, but they give what works for them. And that doesn't work for everyone. Right. And finding something that works for you and your body and your lifestyle with all the activities you're doing, that means something different. And so one of the things that we talked about to begin with was your cravings yeah. in the afternoon. And yeah. so you were talking about, just explain that a little bit, what, what you were feeling. Yeah. So what I was doing before was I was eating a lot of protein. You're also um, tracking your macros. I was tracking my macros in my fitness pal. 
And that's something I've done just on and off, you know, when I kind of feel like, oh, I don't really like where I am at the moment. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll kind of get back on with it and just hold myself accountable with it. Yeah. But I was eating more protein. That was probably my biggest worry. Yeah. And then kind of filling in the blanks from there. In the afternoons, I noticed that I was I was just really hungry from from about three o'clock till the time we ate dinner. And so when I I kind of track my macros, I don't know, I'll do it for a few weeks and then I'll I'll not do I kind of get you know, things looking like I wanted to look and then, and then mm-hmm. I go back to it, you know, just flip flop and yeah, which I don't think is a bad thing. It's, you know, good to keep yourself in check and accountable and all that. Mm-hmm. But I did notice that I was really hungry in the afternoons. And so that was one of my questions for Shayla was how can I not be that hungry mm-hmm. in the afternoons? And I had been eating more protein. That was my biggest category that I was eating. And so so we kind of just made some adjustments from there. And yeah, and I asked what your meals looked like throughout the day. What did they look like. And so I was eating heavier protein at breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, With no carbs, right? No carbs, maybe, you yeah. know, a, an orange slice or something like yeah, that. But, yeah. but no grains of yeah. any sort. Mm-hmm. And so so I would eat like that at breakfast and then, you know, really be conscious of that at lunch too. Mm-hmm. Well, then in the afternoons, I was so hungry. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any more protein, but I was so hungry. Yeah. But I was honestly like a little bit too scared to eat carbs at that mm-hmm. point. You know, I don't I don't know why carbs get a really bad rap, mm-hmm. and so. But also the some history y'all had done. Oh yeah, we some keto or yes. something similar in the yes. past where you did a lot of meat, no carbs. Yes, it was helpful for losing weight at the time and yeah, for John's and, energy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband John is he's an extremist of sorts, and so mm-hmm. when it comes to sports or nutrition or how far he can push himself, he's just going to do that. Yeah. Um, he yeah. enjoys that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so for the Needs sake of... a challenge. Of, yes, yes. So for the sake of not cooking two meals, when he wanted to try this, it was not called keto, but it was pretty yeah. much keto. When he wanted to try that out, I did it along with him. And, you know, both of us lost a few pounds pretty quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was fine. But long term, that is not supposed to be a long term mm-hmm. eating style. Yeah, really. And so we kept it up for almost about six months or so. And his had more fitness. He had a fitness goal with doing that, mm-hmm. and I had a kitchen goal with yes. <laughs> doing that. Yep, saving not yourself being some in the time. Kitchen. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, so I guess a few months in, I had just gone to the doctor for a routine mm-hmm. checkup, and you know, had my yearly blood work done. And I had never had anything come back on my blood work before. And all of a sudden, my cholesterol was high and a couple of numbers were kind of out of whack. And it was how we were eating. Mm-hmm. And and so that's when we decided to stop. And it took a little while to to really feel good again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then to to get, you know, blood work down where it needed to be yeah. or even the fear of eating carbs yeah. at that point because you had been After, for yeah. the last six months had been no carbs mm-hmm. uh, so that's kind of that that's a little bit in the background yeah too. yeah so a your meals where it. you had more protein yeah. and fats yeah. higher in the day yeah towards the afternoon you were craving all the things yeah and dinner you would have carbs at dinner though right yeah, or, yeah, yeah. sometimes with dinner but mm-hmm. uh, but really I would hardly ever eat like a roll or anything like that. Yeah. Um, still pretty low carb generally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it was really eliminating the the 
not necessarily the carb category, but the grains. Mm-hmm. Yes. From those carbs that yeah. lower your cholesterol. Yes. That's what we were really totally eliminating. Mm-hmm. He did not get his blood work checked in that time. So yeah. his probably was high too. But how important that is to make sure you balance that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we were talking about that, she was talking about these cravings. And I was like, one of the actions. So when I have these one-on-one coaching sessions, we talk about whatever we want to talk about with nutrition, fitness, goals, all of those things. And then I give them one to two actions to do for several weeks, see how it helps. Some people like Angie, who already know a lot, have, you know, she has a home gym, that kind of thing, because she's got, you know, three boys at home who all have fitness goals, including four, including her husband, (laughs) and all have these, you know, very active, all those kinds of things. You know, some of these sessions are one and done. Like, hey, just here's all the things I know. Help me make this work for me right now. And it's like, okay, great. Boom, boom, boom. Here's your two to three actions. I think I gave you three actions Mm -hmm. to do. And then others need a little bit more attention. Like, hey, in a couple of weeks, meet back with me. We've really got to work on this. We've got to focus on eating till satisfied, you know, or if you need to control cravings or those kind of things. But for you, this was one of the things that I told you. Like, hey, for those afternoon cravings, that's for me a not a trigger but just something that tips me off a little bit that you're not getting enough earlier in the day and so I suggested eat some carbs with breakfast and we talked about grains and making it something substantial like fibrous like some type of grain and so you started implementing that over the last couple weeks and how has that helped it's it's been significant so Mm. I don't feel like I'm very hungry in the afternoons anymore but I'm not hungry until lunchtime. So even when I was eating a lot of protein at breakfast, and by a lot of protein, I would eat like a Greek yogurt mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of eggs or something like that. And I was really, really full. But then probably about an hour and a half later, yeah. I'm really hungry and try to make myself wait until lunch or eat a protein bar or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, then that's even more protein. Mm-hmm. So yeah, So but, but by the time I reached three or four o'clock in the afternoon, um, I didn't feel as hungry, especially if I was really conscious about hydrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with that, too, we talked about protein, Mm -hmm. lowering your protein intake. Yes. Because from the numbers that she you had given me at the time, you were eating about one to one and a half grams of protein per pound of body weight. That's what the Internet said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not bad. It's true for some people. For some people, yeah. People who want to bulk or people who are endurance athletes and need more protein as they go. Not a bad thing. But we did talk about lowering that a little bit. Yeah. So I was eating probably way, uh, at least yeah. 100 grams of protein a day. I was trying to. Yeah. I and think you were more than that. Maybe even more than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we cut that back to about 75, mm-hmm. um, something like that, Yeah, give or take. And, and then increasing carbs. Mm-hmm. I think we increased fat a little bit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it has just made me feel better. A lot more yeah. Energy. Yeah. And the way that we, just to explain a little background too, the way that we increase those is we talked about utilizing the hand method, which is something that I teach all my clients because the goal too with, with, with tracking macros is to eventually not track. And while, you know, yeah. like in that capacity of like using my fitness pal, whatever, like we always want to be consciously aware of what we're eating and portion sizes. That's what helps us have a healthy lifestyle lifelong. And, you know, we talked about that and Talked about the hand method using that instead because <laughs> it's handy. You know, if you're listening, you've probably heard me make that joke before that if you know me well enough, but it, you take it with you everywhere. And so you don't have to pull out your phone, you know, and be like, okay, what is this meal? Like you just look at your phone, protein. You want to have like a, a palm size portion of protein at every meal. 
You want to have a cup size portion of carbs at every meal, thumb size portion of fat, and and then a cup size or a handful of vegetables at every meal. And like looking at your plate, seeing that, being aware and naming, and that's what we talked about too with the proteins. Like, can you look at your plate without using MyFitnessPal and be able to name, okay, this is the protein, this is the carb, this is the fat. And in that, I sent you a PDF, a nutrition mm-hmm. PDF to kind of read through and familiarize yourself with that so you understood it and was that helpful for you it was you know because I have tracked in my fitness pal on and off for so long Mm -hmm. and I think just from like a cooking standpoint when I'm fix the plate like Mm -hmm. I want it to have a lot of color on it and I don't want everything to be yellow you know yeah bland or anything Mm -hmm. so I think it's it's still a learning curve for me to look at the plate and be able to identify exactly what's on it and Mm -hmm. the portions and Mm -hmm. so that's I'm still learning that. Yes, yes. That takes the longest. It it's a, yeah. the awareness. Like when I work with my online clients, we we work on food awareness for weeks, maybe even months to like re- help them recognize, be able to see something like I've been doing this for, you know, using the hand method for over seven years now. And so for me, I can look at a meal, whether it's a mixed meal, we'll talk about that in a little bit too, yeah. or casserole, whatever, or if it's just chicken, rice, and veggies, you know. And you know you cooked it in butter, like there's all your portions, you know. Yeah. It's a lot easier for me to look at it. And that's what I'm training in my clients too yeah. and for you as well. It's like we want you to be able to be conscientious of that. And by we, me, yeah. I want you to be able to be yeah. conscientious of that so that when you're five years down the road, you're still not using my fitness pal, but yeah. you're looking at the plate and saying, okay, I have great portions. I feel good. You know, it's all about how it makes your body feel too, because we all like protein was making you feel pretty cruddy. Yeah. You know, from what now, you know, you've backed off the protein a little bit. You're eating a little bit more carbs. Uh-huh. You're not snacking in the afternoons, right? Right. You're not having those cravings as much. Yeah. And so just even being that aware of your body has been a big, big help, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so with that, we also talked about, so we talked about all of those things. And then we t- started talking about strength training and cardio. And what was your question with, oh, with yeah. that one? So no girl out there wants to look like a football player. and <laughs> Some of on, them maybe. Pack on the pounds, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so when you're lifting, do you lift heavy with less reps or do you lift light with more reps? So that was another one of my questions. How much mm-hmm. cardio do you mix in? Mm-hmm. Um, all of that. Just, a, I guess, a background on what my fitness has been mm-hmm. uh, I I guess I've been lifting on and off for I don't know several years yeah and sometimes I'll stick with a plan sometimes I'll just find random things on the internet mm-hmm. which you know stop doing random really workouts work, but <laughs> I just posted about this yesterday on Instagram <laughs> but people do it so yep, I'm putting it do. out there again yeah. You know, I've, I've run a couple of half marathons, so sometimes I'll throw some running yes. some training plans in mm-hmm. there, which, you know, I usually end up backing off of lifting at that time. Yeah. So I'm kind of familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something I love, but I'm growing to really like a yeah. lot more. So I call myself a social exerciser. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if I've got friends with me, I'll, I'll do whatever. You yes. Know, give me a challenge. If you're going to do it with me, I'll do it. But yes. Yes. I, I probably wouldn't push myself as much. Mm-hmm. by myself yeah so anyway yeah. so my initial question was you know how do you lift weights with not bulking yeah and so we talked about the the idea of lifting lighter weights and having more reps and how the usually what that indicates for women what culture says is that that's the best way to lose fat and be toned quote-unquote toned 
And if you've listened for a while, you know I've talked about tone before. You know that toning itself really means having muscle and less fat. And that's what toning is. But if you want to look toned, you actually have to lift weights to build that muscle. And otherwise, we talked about this too, if you're just trying to lose weight and you're not you're not strength training, you're not utilizing weight training in some capacity, you'll lose weight by walking, running, you know, sprinting, cycling, whatever it is, any kind of endurance sport, you'll lose weight that way. But you'll be losing fat and muscle because you're not maintaining what you have. So it's mm-hmm. going to tear your muscle tissues down. And then when you reach that weight loss goal, you're still going to have fat. You're going to be skinny fat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the term, and that is where the term skinny fat comes from because you don't have any muscle and your body has torn down your muscle and it, it will tear down your muscle more quickly than it will tear your fat down. So if you're not strength training when you're trying to lose weight, you know, I don't want to say it's the worst idea possible because people do it all the time, but you're really harming your body when you're doing that. And so this misconception that lighter weights, more reps is going to give you that body. Well, kind of, you know, that's what we talked about with kind of, it depends on how you're utilizing it. You know, studies have just come out. There's a scientific study that just came out either in December of 2022 or January of 2023, where it really didn't matter for muscle growth. If you did heavier weights and less reps, you could still build the same amount of muscle as if you did lighter weights and more reps. Like for muscle growth, neither mattered on the spectrum. However, how you utilize it is what matters. Where if you use lighter weights and you have more reps and you're using it in a cardio style, you're going to be using pretty light weights. You may not be building muscle at that point. You're just maintaining, which isn't a bad thing to maintain. We all need to maintain muscle. But you're eventually going to have to either go up in weights or go up in reps to continue to build muscle. And if you're utilizing it super fast as a cardio style workout, it's really not going to benefit you in the muscle building aspect of it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And then who has time to put that? You know, when you start adding more Mm -hmm. reps, Mm -hmm. it's more time. Yep. Then I think of all the other things I have to do. Yep. No, because, yeah, like with light weights, light weights, more reps, you're doing at least 20 reps mm-hmm. between 15 to 20 the first time. If you do that same workout again, same weight, you're going to have to be doing between 20 to 25. Right. If you do it again, 25 to 30, like right. if right. you don't go up in weight. Right. So eventually at all points in times, whatever style workout strength training you use, you have to go up in weight or go up in reps. Like right. that's how you build muscle. And that's what the study was showing is either. You go up in reps or you go up in weights. Right. You know, no matter the style, light, heavy, whatever, that's how you build muscle and whatever works for you. What kind of short workouts or longer workouts? What do you need? What is your lifestyle right now? And and we'll talk about that a little bit now. But right now you have three kid, you know, three boys. One's in college. He's running for college. Mm-hmm. I say running for college. He's in track <laughs> in college. He's running for his he's college. He's running from it. Yeah, no, he's he's doing great. Two other boys in sports. And so all of them athletes running, doing all the things Mm -hmm. Uh, with that. How much time do you have? We talked about this, like how many you were doing, like maybe four days a week of strength training. And there was a lot of misconception you were getting because you were kind of pulling random workouts, like you said. Yeah. You know, well, I think motherhood in general, your your flexibility is the name of the game. Yes. Yes. So so I would pull some I don't know, some workouts from Instagram and, and then I would, or I would try to, my husband would give me workouts and they would Mm -hmm. be like, 
you know, Monday you do legs or Tuesday yeah. you would do this. You know, it kind of had a different body part for every day of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, but then, you know, somebody is sick. Somebody has an early basketball practice or or whatever. And so I don't get that mm-hmm. workout for the day. And yeah. then I haven't worked my arms out in two weeks. But yeah. my... You got tree trunk legs. Right. <laughs> and so, so I think just my stage in life, mm-hmm. what works, what I have found works best for me is three days a week of total body. Yeah. And then three days a week of some kind of cardio mm-hmm. running or walking. movement. Yeah. yeah. And it, with the three days a week, you joined my app after our session. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. After our I, session. It wasn't my intention really to join yeah, it. No, we I didn't even like, really well, talk about it. I, I don't think well much. I might go all in if I'm going to do this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I appreciate. Yeah. Um, but she joined the app. She ended up joining the SD Fitwell app and she's utilizing the base program, which is three days a week, total uh-huh. body. They're timed workouts. I've talk, I talk about, you know, the app a lot. But how have you felt? You feel consistent with that? You feel like yeah, it's working well? It's a, I think it's a lot more consistent. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't say it's totally different moves than what I've been doing. Yeah. But there's a plan to it. Yeah. And there's strategy. There is strategy to it. Mm-hmm. So by the time I'm done with my, you know, 20 minutes of workout, I mm-hmm. feel like, okay, that's, I'm ready to move yeah. on with my day now. And I feel yeah. like my whole body has been worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, I do like that. And And the style of I don't know if they're all like this, but mm-hmm. the one that I'm in right now, yeah, I think I've just moved on to the 40 second second. Yeah, but it, yeah. you know, it's time really burning that muscle out mm-hmm. uh, for that, you know, yes. one minute, and then you have a short rest, and then it's another minute. And so mm-hmm. by the time sometimes I get to that second minute, I'm like, okay, I, I really have can't do anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. you feel like you've gotten a good workout. Yes, in, so. yes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Good, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. And with that too, you were saying some of the other features that. We were talking a little bit earlier before the podcast that you enjoy about it. Share that a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite part of of the whole thing that I've actually been a little bit surprised about, when I have lifted weights in the past... Sometimes I'll do a really quick warm up and then I'll lift weights and then Mm -hmm. I don't even do a cool down because... Yeah, I mean, you just did a workout. It's like, why? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I need to go inside and I need to make lunches and get breakfast going. And Mm -hmm. I try to do... When I wake up, I try to read my Bible first thing and Mm -hmm. then go work out. And so I try to be in our garage by between 6 and 6.30 mm-hmm. and and then back in shortly after 7 to get everything going. My kids have a little bit later start of school right now. Mm-hmm. And so so my favorite part has turned out to be the cool down. Mm. Um, and I think what what has been surprising is, I don't know if it's the words you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it just gives me, it's only three minutes, yeah. but it gives me three minutes to like stretch, which feels really good. Yeah. And then think about like, what I've read, what I have mm. going ahead of me in the day, really, like it, it just gives me a, a a chance to just commit the day to the Lord and yeah. just say, okay, I've got all these things now to do, mm-hmm. and my day is yours. So yeah, I love that. I love that, and that's the purpose of them. And so that brings my heart so much yes, joy. Yes, that that's how you're using them. And can I say another favorite thing? Absolutely. But, yeah. Okay. So the way you have the app structured, designed, mm-hmm. yes is to where you don't have to have the sound on. Mm-hmm. And so we had a staff wives retreat a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah. And a few of us got together and did one of the workouts. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really realize it at the time mm-hmm. that or going into that is you don't have to have the sound. You can be talking to your friends while you're doing the workout or mm-hmm. you can have music playing or whatever you want to do. It doesn't yeah. require that sound. And so mm-hmm. anyway, so that's another thing I've really enjoyed is I just put on a really great playlist of yeah. what I want to do that songs. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I can do it while that's yeah. going. So that's awesome. Yeah. And one of the things my friend Lacey said, you know Lacey, yeah. 
that she said recently just with the app is she was she was talking and she was just complimenting the app. She utilizes it as well. And the biggest thing is that it doesn't take away from what you're you're reading in your Bible or, you know, like, of course, oh, I interweave. It. Yes. Totally. And that's mm-hmm. that's her favorite part of it is how it complements. It gives the, that space. It gives that time to be able to think on and while during the warm up and the cool down, those are full length. So the sound has to be on for uh-huh. those, yes, not necessarily yes. work out. But I give scripture, I give encouragement in that, just have time to meditate, think, mm-hmm. you know, on the Lord and those kind of things. But it, it's there to complement what you're already doing and help you, give you that time to think about what you just read in your Bible right. or think about the scripture that's in between on the rest periods. You know, there's scripture and we know that that's what renews our mind while yeah. moving our body, renews our body, you know, yeah. reading scripture renews our minds. And so, so you're in that now, you're strength training. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other questions? for me before we that's all we talked about i think oh the other suggestion i had given you was the coffee to wait for your coffee how did that go not good actually i didn't even try it <laughs> we have our coffee pot programmed mm-hmm. beans grind at four thirty-five, and so yep. when we get up you know between four forty-five and 5 o'clock mm-hmm. our coffee is ready to go and you did suggest to because it does suppress your appetite. Mm-hmm. I, I think I told her I wasn't always very hungry yes. first thing in the yeah. morning. So yeah. she suggested maybe holding off on coffee until I ate breakfast, but I am I'm just not that desperate. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make myself do it. Yes, but you're eating more now I at am. breakfast. I your am. energy levels yes. are good. So yeah. it didn't actually end up mattering. No, it did not matter. Yeah, it didn't matter, which is great. And good sometimes that's what happens. It. I don't know. She's like, good thing I didn't listen to you, Shayla. <laughs> and that's what happens, though. Some things, and it's all an experiment. Oh, yeah. Like, it honestly is. Like, while I have the knowledge to be able to, like, you know, make this unique for you and individualize yeah. it, it, there are some things that it's like, nah, that didn't work, Shayla. Right, you right. know, like, I couldn't hold my coffee off, and I totally get that, you know. But you didn't need to. Right. And, you know, you're you're still, your days feel good. Yeah. You know, as long as you have energy, you're not craving anything yeah. in the afternoons anymore. Like, you've pretty much solved. You You know, know. I think one thing that you asked me initially was actually the very first thing that you said was think about a day where you feel really good. What Mm. do you do on that day and what do you eat on that day? And I've actually really thought about that a lot. And I try to make a note of what I like on days that I just feel really good. Mm -hmm. Like, what did I do? What did I eat? The timing of all of that. Yeah. You know, what did I do for my family that day? I really do like reflect on that a lot mm-hmm. um, yeah good so yeah that that was another thing that you said yeah was, think about those days and it's it's not always centered around food or exercise either. yeah yeah you know I mean a lot of it is but mm. yeah yeah but even like yeah like being able to think about those days helps you be aware that's what yeah. we were going with was like helping you become aware of if it is food related or yeah. if it is exercise related how can we do more of that? How yeah. can we do more of the things that help you feel good on those days? And right, that's right. where, you know, we we were shifting, you know, food, making sure you're eating food higher in the day. And now you feel good, yeah, you yeah. know, doing that. And that's where right. we want you. We want you to feel. And that's how I want all women to feel is, right. you know, feel free with their food, yeah. whether they go through Whataburger right. or, you know, right. on a day that they don't meal prep or if you don't right. have Whataburger, Chick-fil-A, if you don't have Chick-fil-A, I don't know what else you would eat. but. <laughs> My little southern really, self. Those two things. That's <laughs> I know. What, what is there after that? I don't know. You can message me and let me know. Right. If, you know, Raising Cane's. Is that a chicken place or something? I don't know. Now we have Fusaclis too. Yeah. Yeah. All the good things. Anyways, so with that as well, is there any other questions you had 
before we kind of sign off and just let people know or if you wanted to say anything else. Let's see. What else did we – we talked a little bit about mixed foods. We haven't yes. even talked about that yet. Yeah. I think I think it's easy to spot your macros. It's easy to spot what is a protein, what mm-hmm. is a carb, and what is a fat when they're all separate. Yep, yep. When they're all mixed together. I love to cook. And mm-hmm. I, I find a lot of recipes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. A couple people that I follow that, I mean, the recipes are dead on every time. Yeah. But sometimes they're mixed, not ne- not necessarily in a casserole form, yeah. but maybe like in like a pita pocket yes. or a, you yes. know, something like that. Yeah, where a sandwich, a taco. Yeah, you're throwing mm-hmm. a bunch of things in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a little bit harder to spot mm-hmm. exactly what you're eating. Yeah. So what are your suggestions for that? Yes. Yeah, so... To preface, two things I think about when I when I answer this question with clients is what level of nutrition are they? Like how much knowledge do they have? So there's like level one where I'm like, okay, they're new to this. They don't they don't know those. And so there's an explanation for that. And then there's a little bit deeper explanation. If they're more of a level two, they understand more, they have knowledge like you do. And so I'll do both sides and I'm going to choose two. I'll choose two meals to kind of think about as we go through this. I'm going to choose tacos because I feel like that's a you, you mix, yeah. you throw everything into a burrito or yeah. you know, maybe we'll do burritos, throw everything into burrito. Second one I thought of when you're asking that question is a Thai peanut dish. Yeah. So if you think of that, there's like either noodles or rice, there's a sauce, a peanut sauce, which we know peanut butter right. or right. is fat. Thai Peanuts fat. are fat, mm-hmm. not protein people. It's a fat or it's higher in fat than protein. So thinking of that. So we'll start with the tacos. Okay. So with tacos, my... What I suggest for most people, one, it depends on if you're using a tortilla, like, yeah. you know, regular tortillas or hard shell tortillas. But usually two tortillas, two tacos is like one of everything, yeah. one carb, one protein, one fat. And I'm yeah. like, just count two as one. Yeah. Or if it's a one pot meal or a lasagna or a casserole, one to two scoops, one of everything. Yeah. And if they feel like... Like, hey, if you use like cream cheese, like two things of cream cheese in this dish, maybe count it as two of everything. You know, I'd rather you over like say like, okay, two, 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 like two carbs, two protein, two fat and everything than undercount it, you know. And so that's like the level one answer would be one to two either scoops of it or one to two tacos or one to two enchiladas, you know, depending on the size of the tortillas, you know, that kind of thing. Level two answer gets a little bit more in depth. Let's talk about the Thai peanut. So with that, let's say we did noodles, rice noodles or something in it. One to two scoops, one of everything, right? Well, two ways you can look at this as a level two is, okay, here's the noodles that I cooked. You can actually go and look at the serving size, look at the nutrition label and say, okay, I know one serving size is 36 grams of carbs. Well, in the nutrition PDF I gave you and in the nutrition course in the app, it it gives you some, like with your hand portions, your protein, your carbs, and your fat, it tells you like a cupped handful of carbs is between 20 and 30 grams of carbs. Uh-huh. So for those of you who use macro, like counting, like my fitness pal, yeah. you can say, okay, this is 36 grams. It's a little over one, you know, one carb as a hand portion, a little over one carb. But you know that going into it, so you can either do one of two things, still add everything in there, make it one big pot meal, or keep the noodle separate, keep the meat separate, and then build it 
and let your family, let you and your spouse build it as you go, and then just notice what that is for you. So two ways you can do it, just don't care, you know, easier way, just one to two scoops of it, one to two handfuls of everything. Or you can separate it or set aside some just for you before you mix it all together. Like, I'm going to set this aside because I want to be able to know what I'm eating. And because we talked about two one pot meals or things may not be as satisfying as when you can see everything all together. Because then when you see everything like, here's my protein, here's my vegetables, here's my carbs, my fats mixed in somehow, you're usually aiming to eat your protein and your veggies first. Mm -hmm. And that's going to satisfy you and fulfill you. When everything's mixed together, it's all mixed in. You can't eat that first. So you're not sure how much you're eating. And you may be a little bit hungrier later. Right. So that's when you can either cook double the meat and set aside some of the meat, mm-hmm. cook double the vegetables, set aside some of the vegetables and just add some to your own plate, whatever works right. for you right. and what's going to make you feel the most full. Right. Some people will eat it and be like, wow, that was, you know, those yeah. two tacos was totally enough. I'm right. like, I got to like put all <laughs> the meat on the tacos and then I got to have a taco salad on the side right. because right. like... Those two tacos are not going to fill me up, you know. So keeping, you can either keep something separate and make extra of it, add it to your plate, or just count it. It all comes out in the wash. Yeah. As long as you're listening to your body and knowing, okay, that I'm satisfied when I'm done. I'm not full. I feel good. So that was something else that you said that I thought, I I guess I had never heard before or thought of, Mm -hmm. is just eating until you're satisfied and not eating until you're full. Mm. And it can be the difference of like three bites or something like that, but that three bites can be a hundred calories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that, that's something I've tried to keep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one thing I tell my clients is when you eat till satisfied, one way to think of it is it's hard to think, okay, how do I know when I'm satisfied versus full? Well, you know what full feels like. You know what stuffed feels like. So you're, you know, kind of backtracking yourself. Here's what stuffed feels like. Here's what full is. Full, you're like, if I eat one to two bites, I'm going to be stuffed, you know? Full, if I back that up, one, usually it's just like one to three bites. I'm satisfied. I'm not hungry. I'm listening to my body. I could punch out 10 burpees right now and not throw up. Right. And or 10 jumping jacks and not throw up. That means you're satisfied. However, if you're eating and you're like, I could not do 10 burpees right now. Otherwise, it would all come out of my, you know, like it would all come back up and we'd have seafood for dinner. You know, (laughs) like then you've gone a little bit too far. You know, you now at that point, you're full because usually when you're full, your your stomach is already overfilled. Yeah. Because it takes a little bit longer for your stomach to send that signal to your brain. And so eating till satisfied is really, you know, can make all the difference too. And even portions, like you may put everything on your plate that may be according to your hand portions that we talked about. And then you may only get two thirds of the way through your plate and be like, I feel good. Right. You know, and that can make all the difference in weight loss too. Yeah. Is eating till satisfied versus full. Right. Because I think often too, there's a mentality of you have to eat everything on your plate. Right. The old Southern way, you know. Yeah. And really, it's like, just eat to what makes your body feel good. Right. right. But it takes time and being aware of that. Right. Right. All that awareness that you were talking about, you're still working on it. Right. It'll yeah. come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other questions? I don't think so. That was a great conversation. Yeah. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think one thing that we talked about before we came in here was really keeping your end goal in mind. Yes. Um, yes. And not, you know, not... It, Nothing's a quick fix, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it is, it's too good to be true. It's, yep, yep. And so keeping that 
or you're reliant on whatever that quick fix is. Yeah. And just really thinking about who you want to be and just keeping that in mind and, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what do you want to be healthy for? Do you want to be healthy for your family or Mm -hmm. do you, I mean, some people will end up having to take medication. It is right. Right. Life. Mm-hmm. But there are a whole lot of things that we can do on this side to prevent that from happening. Yes. And, uh, so I think really having that mindset sure helps when you have a, a spouse or a partner, you know, whoever. Yes. Keeping you accountable with that mm-hmm. or having a like mindset. But mm-hmm. but I think that's something really important too. Yeah. And yeah. it's important that your kids see that and that they're doing that as well. Yes. And that's what when we were talking, I was applauding Angie and her and John because of just keeping that in the forefront, like she was talking about. She really started thinking more about it after she had, you know, Jack, your oldest, mm-hmm. and just, and then you adopted your other two and yeah. life was crazy. And, but you still made it a priority to work on that because, not because you were striving for a weight loss or for a certain pant size or whatever. You just knew you wanted to be healthy for them. Definitely. Yeah. And you knew long term you would want that. Right. And there are times, like, especially in motherhood, where you may not have, I mean, you might have really early risers at your house and you don't have mm-hmm. time to fit in a workout. Well, that you can always tweak your nutrition. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are definitely seasons mm-hmm. where that comes and goes. Even like yeah. postpartum, you know, there's not a yes. whole lot. There's a whole lot you can do nutrition wise. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's a time and a season to be working on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Time and yeah. a season for everything. I think yeah. Ecclesiastes, you yes. know, there's a season for everything. And, and even in that too, like with the app, you know. You found a program that worked for you oh, yeah. in your season of life, which was the base program, three days a week, yeah, tw- less like I think less than twenty five m- minutes. Most of them are, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and there'll be a program that launches pretty soon in there that are workouts for busy women, yeah. you know. And then there's going to be another program later on called bedside workouts, where it's yeah. like, hey, if you are in that busy season as a mom, you can stand up by your bed before you go get your baby or whatever, spend two minutes doing some squats, this, you know, a couple of moves, two minutes. Just to get something in and feel good. It's amazing how much different you feel even by like two minutes of stretching. Like yeah. It just makes you feel, go outside and just mm-hmm. stretch for just two minutes. It just makes you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it shows to the grace of Christ and the freedom you feel because you know it's a priority for your health uh-huh. and your fitness. You know, and keeping like you were saying, keeping the angle in sight, that identity, who do I want to be in 10 years that Christ has given me. Yeah. What does that look like in 10 years? Who am I? Right. And knowing that my goals now that I have with my health and my, my fitness line up to that. Yeah. And it depends on the season I'm in. Some seasons I can get four or five workouts a week that are like 30 minutes and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then there are other seasons where it's like, nope, like yeah. three days a week or two days a week. And I'm doing 10 to 15 minute workouts. But knowing there's grace and like, we're trying and the right. Lord is calling us to the season that we're in and we're meeting ourselves where we are too. We're not trying to do something the other person's doing. Right. We're trying to meet ourselves where Christ has us right now in the season we're in, yeah. but we're not putting ourselves on the back burner either. Right. We're still prioritizing it in some way, right. no matter how big or small, it's right. still making it a priority, which is worshiping the Lord yeah. because he calls us to do it. Right. And we're obeying his command to, to work on our bodies. And right. it carries us like our bodies. I think I've said this in every podcast episode, for the last couple of weeks, but like our bodies carry us to do the mission and do the work. Yeah. And so, you know, if there's anyone listening who needs encouragement to just get up and do something, go do it. You know, like it could be 10 squats. Give yourself grace. Right. You know, right. start small. Right. Especially with three boys. You have three boys. Yeah. You've gone through a lot of different seasons. 
Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Even like even sports seasons. You yeah. Know, I mean, it just shifts from three mm-hmm. or four times a year to what I'm able to do and what time I'm able to do it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to sneak in some extra running or extra walking or golf. I love playing golf or mm-hmm. tennis or pickleball, you know, trying yeah. to, to fit those things in too, because I just that I really enjoy that. So, mm-hmm. uh, Which know. carries down with your boys right. who are all in sports, different right. sports, right. who want to lead active and healthy lives because right. they've seen you guys do it right. their whole lives. Yeah. And, you know, it's never too late to start either. Oh, if your kids are definitely. older, they're younger, you know, or if you don't have kids yet, start now. Even better, start when you don't, you know, right. like that's the, the ultimate start when you don't have kids because then you'll build that habit. But right. even if you, you know, just start somewhere teaching that. Yeah. As soon as you can, doing a workout in front of them, no matter how small, like showing them that activity is important for a healthy lifestyle and to be able to go on mission do, you know, go overseas to adopt like you guys did. It's a lot. Yeah. It takes a toll, too. So physically being able to handle mentally what the toll is being taken to and emotionally as well, especially in ministry, too, and all the things, all the things. (laughs) But then making sure you. Do eat your water burger every once in a while. Yeah. Ice cream and it's okay. And move yeah. on to the next day. Yep. Yep. There's so, freedom in it. It really There's is. freedom. Mm-hmm. And he brings that freedom and he brings that grace for every season. I love it. All right. Well, thank you, Angie, so much yes, for the podcast for today. Me. Yes. All right. So if you guys have any questions or if you're like, hey, bring Angie back, you guys <laughs> let me know. I had a blast today. We're in this dark room recording this. Like it's very moody. <laughs> And but sitting like across the room from each other just because the way it's set up, but it's been fun. And send me a message on Instagram if you want to go follow her. Follow her on Instagram. Tell tell them what your Instagram is. No, I don't even know. Probably just something like Angie Tiner. Yes, I'll post it in the show notes (laughs) below so you can get to know her and just you know see how she's leading her healthy lifestyle too and playing pickleball every Tuesday or whatever that looks like. (laughs) So thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye, Fit Fam. Hey, Fit Fam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.